0: I am significantly more shocked at Jose Barrios' continued struggles than I was Devontae Adams leaving for the Raiders.
1: (laughs) Yes, two sad Packers fans talking (laughs) about the Blue Jays today. Uh, I mean, I am and I'm not just because I've seen him pitch this bad. So until he proves me wrong, it's almost what I expect.
0: Yeah, I mean, I disagree, but I'll get into why in a bit. Um, And we're going to do, he was a Blue Jay, and uh, only the hottest team in the American League is coming to town pretty soon. In the Red Sox, we got our scaries, from which there are a lot to pick, and hype trains coming up. It's Locked on Blue Jays, your Monday edition, and it starts right now. You are locked on Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Blue Jays. Thanks so much for making us your first listen on this Monday. You can catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, Stitcher, uh, YouTube, and we're growing there. Bones, you have the sub count up? You're usually we're at 83. Two. So that is an increase. We're always increasing, even if it's incremental. We get about one a day. Yeah. Well, that's, you know. That means it'll only take us till we're like a gajillion years old, and then we'll have a big following. Um, (laughs) Also, uh, we want to hear from you uh, not just about what we're going to do during All-Star break, to which uh, we found out we can't be uh, as much creative as we thought we were going to be, but also just want to hear general topic suggestions from you and how you guys feel about the podcast. So email us at LockedOnBlueJaysReal, R-E-A-L, Uh, at gmail.com. Locked on Blue Jays. You
1: you could be the first email. We don't have one singular email from anybody. You, listening right now, Sherry from Ontario, you could be the first one.
0: They're calling Sherry out right now. Um, But, yeah, it could be you, Sherry. Come on, get it together. Um, But, so, yeah, let's – I mean, I'm delaying because I don't want to talk about this series. Um, We did – I mean – We'll get into our MVPs and storylines in a second. We did say, like, coming into the series, okay, they're going to win game one, probably, because Alec Manoa is on the mound. They're going to lose game two, probably, because Corbin Burns is on the mound. And it's all going to come down to game three. Does your storyline relate (laughs) um, to Jose Barrios? I'm assuming it will, but I'm not sure. Yes,
1: yes, it does. Yeah. Uh... It kind of pertains to both Burrios and Kikuchi. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I honestly think they just need like, they have to rework it. Like, they need to take a couple I don't know if they need to take time off or maybe a start off and figure it out. You are like We've talked about this before where these are two guys you cannot replace. You cannot go out and just get another guy or trade these guys away. It's not it's impossible. It's not going to happen. These two guys must under every circumstance they must figure it out they have to so I don't know necessarily what's that gonna what that's gonna take for Barrios and Kikuchi Barrios especially who's supposed to be this is the opening day starter we're talking about this is a guy who's supposed to go out there and be lights out you have to go into the bullpen go to the bullpen coach figure this out
0: yeah um on Barrios's case, I totally agree. Like, they just can't give up on him. Like, and we've gone over it. They have over $100 million in seven years locked up in him. Um, Kikuchi, I still mostly agree with you. It would be pretty tough to do anything. He's got $38 so million to move him. Dollars left on his contract in two and a half years. And who's going to want him? And, well, yeah, that's the thing. You're not going to trade him for for anything. Um Especially not now. Like, if you finish the year a little bit strong, you could trick it. To, like, you would still come out losing, but you could trick a team and maybe trading you, like, a low-level prospect or something. But um, at least in the case of Kikuchi, uh, my storyline is kind of like, they might have whiffed, <laughs> um, and it sucks because they're not the Dodgers or the Yankees or anything, like we were saying. Like, they – they kind of have to live with it. So my storyline's basically yours. Like they have to figure this out. The starting pitching completely undermined this series. Um, granted, um, you know, I was feeling worse about Kakuchi until what Barrios did today. Like what Kikuchi did is still not what Barrios did.
1: Five runs, but the expectations are so different with those two. Yeah, runs.
0: well, and that's and that makes it even worse. Like Kikuchi. Kikuchi gave up five runs, and although he still pitched poorly, in fairness, only two of them were earned because of the error on Bo, which I thought Vlad should have picked that ball. Um, the Barrios game, like you give up eight runs in two and two thirds innings, you just torpedo a whole game. They almost did win the Kikuchi game. Like it's not like he absolutely lost it no matter what. The Barrios, I will the- say though about really Kikuchi.
1: He just—he seemed like he had no confidence on the bump.
0: Oh, he's in the depths,
1: uh, and I, I can't—I can't imagine that Charlie Montoyo post game going to the media and saying he has no words about the Kikuchi situation helps that confidence. Now, of course, he has justification to be frustrated. I mean, this is ridiculous at this point, but I don't know if that's going to help. Um, in terms of Barrios, though, yeah, I mean, this is two starts in a row where you're giving up six plus runs. I mean. You can't do that. You just like, what, can't. Like a, they don't have the sixth, bullpen
0: for it. Sixth start or something that he's given up that many runs? Like, how many times has he given up six runs? This, this is,
1: is the fifth time he's given up six-plus runs. And what did he do or on fourth time, day? sorry. Fourth what time. What did he do on opening fifth day? Fifth time for five-plus runs. Yeah. yeah. Opening day was did. four
0: runs. But it was in a third of an inning, which is, like, even worse. Yes. So, yeah, like, he's absolutely – they've even won some of those games, which is just remarkable. But, like, he's won a lot of those games. He's absolutely torpedoed. Like, they're said, 10 the and four
1: with Burrios
0: on the bump, which is, is kind of nuts, yeah, which it's is nuts. outrageous. It's a credit to the yeah. offense, which continues to be good. I really don't have any problem with them this series. It is what it is. Um, he's 10 and five today, but Sorry. yeah, it's insane because they were going to win those games anyway, and more of them now. And, like you said, the bullpen is paying the price for it. And they need the bullpen in other games, and they don't have it. So, especially
1: after yesterday's game, or recording after the game on Sunday, Saturday's game, where Thornton and Castillo come out and actually give you a chance to win that game. They throw what is it, seven scoreless or six scoreless? Six, maybe, yeah,
0: something like that. It was
1: ridiculous. They came out there and were lights out. And the Brewers don't have the, the strongest lineup in all the land, but still, they were fantastic. Yeah,
0: I mean, they showed today they can hit it if you put it over the plate.
1: Um, Rowdy Tellez was incredible. That's my guy.
0: That's our guy. Um, He was my scary, so that's cool. Um, Who's your MVP?
1: Uh, My MVP, I'm going to go to to Lourdes here, uh, kind of partly because he was my hype train, so I'm kind of proud of that. But I'm just also just proud of the growth that he's been going through. Races his OPS from 734 uh to 757 through those two games drops down again today uh but through the first two games he went over three today so the cats are out of the bag there but through the first two games of the series he had four hits two runs two doubles uh a couple rbis he was pretty darn good and and he's kind of turning into that bat that you can count on when he gets to the plate once again the power numbers aren't there which is his one big drawback right now is his sluggings around 400 um so but. Once he gets that back, and I think he will because he's starting to hit the ball again, I think he's going to be a really, really solid part of the lineup. And one of the only guys aside from Kirk uh, that you can kind of look to right now as a constant source uh, of of hitting. So I like Lourdes.
0: And I like that you took Lourdes because it left me the obvious choice of Alejandro Kirk, um, who basically should have helped the Jays get an easy win today when he homered in the first inning um, and today being Sunday again. Um, in the series, six hits led the team. Two homers led the team. Five RBIs led the team. Twelve total bases led the team. Uh, you know, Biggio had three walks, so his two walks didn't lead the team. But Biggio's, Biggio should be in his own category of walks because he understands the strike zone and the level others don't. Um, Kirk's the All-Star starting catcher. And Has to be. It yeah. It's and I like Jose Trevino, even though he's a Yankee. I genuinely like him. Uh, and he was a ranger. This is a real moment of personal growth for me. Um, <laughs> but um, Alejandro Kirk's the all-star starting catcher. Stinks to Absolutely. lose another series. Uh, the Brewers are all right, and like it, it, if you look at the last two series, it in a way doesn't stink as much as losing the White Sox series. But when you win Game One and lose the series, it always stinks.
1: Yeah. Totally. Um, And the Brewers are in in a not-so-competitive division where three of the teams have no chance at the playoffs. Um, So they can kind of get away with not being incredible and still have a chance at the playoffs. But, you know, they're still a solid team. They still have good pitching. Corbin Burns is still going to go out there every fifth day and just mow guys down. Uh, But it still stinks because, you know, if you're the Toronto Blue Jays right now, The window that you're currently looking at is you've got your young guys that are entering their primes. You've got your Vladys, your Bows, your Lourdes, he's not that young, but your Cavins, too. Everyone's getting really, really good. Your veterans are getting probably close to exiting their primes. I'd say Springer's still in his, but I don't know how many years in it he's got left. Uh, And you have a pitching staff coming into the year where you have three potential aces. You want to win right now. And to win right now, you have to go out there and beat the good teams, too. You can't just beat the bad teams. Uh, and they did a really good job of that early in the season. They had a tough schedule. We talked about that a lot. And they went out there, and they beat teams that I, I don't think a lot of people thought they were going to beat. That four-game sweep in Anaheim was huge because um, Anaheim at the time was a good team. But right now, losing a series like this to the Brewers is is detrimental. You're you're slipping in terms of your your – al east uh footing with the red sox having overtaken the jays now and, and a series as big as that one coming up you gotta take care of the red sox you just have to it's kind of do or die
0: yeah i mean thank the <coughs> excuse me oh my goodness choking <laughs> on water while you're talking thank the lord that they uh beat the astros early twice and beat the red sox early twice Red Sox are a different animal right now. Yeah. Just playing super well. You need to talk for five seconds so I don't die. And then we'll go okay. to athletic greens.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. Underrated. I was just thinking about this when you were talking about the Stroh series. Bradley Zimmer had a home run off Justin Verlander in
0: that game. Yeah. I'll never. I mean, I'll never. That <laughs> was crazy. I'll never. <laughs> get that um thank you for making that the filler um and you know what i've used as a filler in my water all the time ag1 that, from athletic greens bones um Ooh. a very personal story about athletic greens that i could tell you but instead why don't i just tell you that one delicious scoop of ag1 helps you absorb 75 high quality vitamins minerals whole food source superfoods probiotics and adaptogens to help you start your day right, this special blend of ingredients supports your gut health. You want to have a healthy gut like Alejandro Kirk, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's trusted by leading health experts such as Tim Ferriss and Michael. I'm not related to Ricky Gervais and in 2020 they were pretty good guys ag donated over 1.2 million meals to kids so it's the time to reclaim your health right now and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition it's just one scoop uh in a cup of water every day that's it no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash mlb network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash mlb network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And while you're doing up, pick something up, while you're doing that, pick something up for your special someone. Maybe you want some wedding jewelry. Maybe you want some fine jewelry. Maybe you're trying to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment and that's why you're going to head to Blue Nile. Blue Nile is the simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity as well as the setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then handcraft her or his Perfect engagement ring. Each ring is one of a kind. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Lockdown Sports listeners to get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use code Lockdown. That's code locked on Plus, every order is insured, ships-free, and derives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever piece. Go to BlueNile.com today. It's time for he was a blue jay. And by the way, because I meant to say it earlier, this episode brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online as you covered with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Where he was a blue jay starts is with Mr. Bones, who right now has a twenty-one and six record, coming off a bit of a loss. We took a lot of time last time, so I'm not even gonna ask you. You're just gonna be ready. I'm ready and we're gonna go he was a blue jay niche blue jay i give five hints 30 seconds or three guesses in between i give him a little extra leeway um for guests at the end but not that much um and we'll start with hint number one this dude started his career with a canadian team in 2004.
1: okay Levon hernandez no wow imagine that um never got it on one you-
0: got it on two three times never got it on one Okay, I'm trying to think of other Expos
1: from 2004. It's like a weird year. Um,
0: just said Canadian team.
1: Yep. Oh, well, you're right. I was thinking of the Edmonton Wolfhounds. Um, well, there is that
0: one for the YouTube people, Blue Jays.
1: Yeah, well, obviously, it's not that one, Ben, or you just said that.
0: Or maybe yeah. you're trying to throw me off, you clown. <laughs> maybe
1: a uh,
0: Wilson Bettemeat. No. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Uh, he made the ALCS twice in the 2000s. Oh, was
1: it was a blue chain. Maybe it wasn't.
0: No, probably wasn't.
1: Um, the ALCS twice in the 2000s. All right, so where did he get traded to? Or where did he get signed? <sighs> Two ice. Could have been a Yankee. Um, could have been a Tiger. Uh, this doesn't help. I'll go. I'll move on. Uh,
0: He had a gold glove and all-star brother that also played around the same time that he did.
1: Gold glove and
0: all-star brother? I could have used the brother, too. Um, this won't be a hint to you. I, mm-hmm. I honestly didn't... I was even more shocked when I found out this guy's brother was a Blue Jay.
1: Um, all-star and gold glove brother. All I can think of is Kyle and Corey Seager cannot possibly be the answer. Um, Miguel a- Olivo? Uh no, that was a wild guess. It make any that sense. was a wild guess. <laughs> um, dang it, Gabby Sanchez. No, Jose Tabata.
0: No, no uh, too young. Forward, um, we're kind of rolling here. So while you're thinking, I'm about trying
1: this, to. About I'm that. worried about the timing now. You've got me worried about the timing.
0: Don't worry about the timing. We're way ahead okay. of schedule. Right uh, this middle infielder played for the Blue Jays in 2013 and 14. Uh,
1: 13 and 14. And while
0: you're thinking, he started his career with the Canadian team in 2004. So, yes, you can know now that was the Expos. I was just reverse psychology you. Uh, He twice made the ALCS in the 2000s. He had a gold glove and all-star brother that played around the same time he did. And he's a middle infielder who played for the Blue Jays in 2013-14. You could describe him as a utility infielder, too. He did play some third. uh, So...
1: Um. What's that guy Bettencourt? It's not
0: Bettencourt. It? Okay. Um. Raphael. There's two Bettencourt's, which is. I
1: was cool. thinking of what the not Raphael, the other one. I'll find it while you're thinking. I can't remember his name.
0: Maybe um, Unel Bettencourt. Um. I'm looking. I'm looking. I don't think the Bettencourt's were related.
1: No, I don't think they were either. But I, there were just two guys with the name Bettencourt.
0: Unievsky yes. Bettencourt.
1: Unieski, that was him. Great name. Great name, Unieski.
0: unieski was not a Blue Jay. Brutal for him. Like, yeah.
1: Um, Ryan Terrio? No. Mike Fontenot? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> hmm. I don't know.
0: All right, hint five, uh, which I do think will help you a bit. Uh, he was involved in a trade with the last guy that he was a Blue Jay was on. Oh,
1: my gosh. Yeah. That means he's an angel. I mean, it has to be. Um,
0: I'm going to give you – I think I'm still going to give you your customary three guesses while you get extra time because um, okay. I don't want you to fire off names. Um,
1: angel who, got, who is in a Blue Jay and he has a brother – uh oh! Is it Mysers tourists Bingo!
0: Good job! Woohoo! I got it! I like when you get them in five hints. I don't like when you get them in two hints. So I'm into that. Yeah, Cesar is Tourist. Um, was a Gold Glover, um, and an All Star. is tourists Um, they were both Blue Jays, actually. To be fair. Um, so give me the catchphrase for a sec. He was a Blue Jay. Yeah, Mighty Mouse. Mysers tourists Um. Oh. Came up with the Expos in 04, then was traded um, with Juan Rivera um, to the Angels in 05, then was an Angel until 2012. He actually for a while was the longest tenured Angel when Juan Rivera left and became a Blue Jay. And then Meister was like, that sounds cool. Uh, And he played on the 2013 Blue Jays, which I Really don't remember very much because the 2013 Blue Jays was actually like a big year. Everyone thought they were going to be good. Not to this level, um, but that was when they made a big trade for Jose Reyes, Mark Burley, Josh Johnson, Emilio Bonifacio, and someone else on the Marlins. Um, and it didn't work out <laughs> all. Um But they only traded like Jake Marisnyk and other people that didn't matter back. So it was okay. Um, but yeah, that's your he was a Blue Jay. Um, Meiser is tourist. Uh, season two is complete and you finished 500 at least, so you needed that to finish 500 in season two.
1: It was John Buck.
0: It was John Buck. Well, this sorry, reason. I had to know, John uh, yeah, but
1: that's still
0: have it John oh, so Green that Green. was
1: the last season two.
0: That was the last season two. He was a Blue Jay.
1: All right, I went 500 season two. I'm okay with that. It was a tough season, it was not an easy
0: season. I'm happy though. I think I did my job correctly because after season one, you were like way up on five hundred. Yeah, you like, did. You know, I you
1: stopped. you adapted and you deserve
0: credit for that. I'm proud of you, Ben. So I'm thank you not to talk my own game up, but I'm happy. <laughs> season two went. Season three still rolling. Um, yeah. although I need to get some new ones for it, but I'm still counting the new ones of season three. All right. Um, I believe you have an advertisement to read.
1: I'm going to read an advertisement now. Are you ready? I am. It's for Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL Stanley Cup Finals and Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Where the game starts, Ben, is tomorrow at the Rogers Center, Boston, in Toronto. To face the Jays, exciting baseball uh, coming up. Is it Jerome, tomorrow or is it serving. today?
0: Is it today? Oh, I guess it's today. It's yeah. today. Yeah, you're it's confused. today.
1: I get Sorry, listeners. Uh, it's <laughs> today. Um, it's happening. Maybe right now, Sherry. Maybe you went to the game today, Listening and you're to writing your
0: email in the seats. Boy, that's crazy. It's
1: that's a what? wild
0: move. That's a wild move from Sherry to listen to the pot of the game. I like it. Everyone thinks yeah, she's she wants there to know transistor radio listening <laughs> to Ben Wagner and she's gonna, but first um, she's listening she's to, listen us. to us
1: goons. Um, well, Sherry, if you are there doing that, make sure you write an email while you're at it. Cause we'd love to hear from you. Um, all right, Ben, we're going to do our Sunday scaries as always. We're also going to do our hype trains. How about you give me first your hype train? My hype train is
0: Matt Chapman. Um, I think a pretty popular hype train for me because I want it to happen. Um, but he's also just like been doing the job recently at the plate. It hasn't been Kirk-like, so I don't think people really pay attention to it. But I went and looked at the last two weeks for Matt Chapman. 8.56 OPS, seven extra base hits, three home runs, eight RBIs in 11 games. That's pretty nice. So Yeah, he's, he's definitely been playing well. And he's still playing very good D. Yeah, so, it's like his thing. So like I'm uh, I'm in on Matt Chapman to, to come home and, and keep it rolling. Cause they do need it, you know, especially with the struggles that they've had with starting pitching. Um, they're gonna need as many runs as they can get, which means they need runs coming out of like the eight spot and seven spot sometimes. And that's where Matt Chapman usually is. Uh, Also, just did a last-second let's-check-his-numbers versus Boston. Um, Not fantastic, but they're okay. Um, I was
1: just doing a last-second check-his-numbers for my hype train, which is Alec Manoa. Uh, My last-second check-his-numbers told me that in three starts against the Red Sox in his young career – Alec Manoa has thrown 18 innings, 16 Ks, allowed only 11 hits, uh, no homers, uh, and only three runs. He's got a 1.5 ERA, a .8 whip, which you know I love. Uh, and maybe it's a small sample size, but hey, it grows tomorrow, or today, I guess, Sherry. Uh, and you're going to watch him dominate soon. Actually, is he pitching today?
0: No, I got to go check. I think um,
1: probably.
0: The I would can you tell me one thing? I got. I got. While I confirm that, I can sure. tell
1: you something.
0: So Alec Manoa has been so dominant in his brief career. Uh, he's not pitching the first game. Kevin Gosman is. Okay, but he's pitching not tomorrow, Sherry. That's not a bad one. Um, who's the team that he hasn't pitched well against? Genuinely interested.
1: Okay. Uh, it is the Nationals.
0: He had one start against them, and it didn't go well.
1: One start, seven runs, six earned. Also. The A's eight earned in two starts. Uh the Marlins, he was poor. And uh the Guardians, he was pretty good. So only three teams.
0: All those three teams like stink at hitting. That's hilarious. Yeah, he just he likes <laughs> the big moment,
1: dude. He's all about the moment. He's gotta be fired. Um, He's gotta be fired. So you got Matt Chab and I've got Alec Manoa. Uh I'm gonna give you my scary first. I'm gonna take an easy one off the board because I feel like if we didn't say it, like it would just kind of be disrespectful. Raphael Devers is just like,
0: Ooh, I thought you were going to say Xander. Sorry to cut you off.
1: No, Raphael Devers like totally could be the MVP this season. I mean, I don't think anybody's talking about him because the Red Sox aren't in first and Aaron judge is just ripping covers off of baseballs, but yeah. Raphael Devers, he's so good.
0: <laughs> the well, guy's he's fantastic. He's really,
1: good. he had a four game stretch this month where he just hit a home run every single game. Uh and in that time had nine RBIs in four games. Like, what, dude? Like, what are you doing? He's so he's so good. He already had a home run in the Cleveland series in game one of that. Uh, he's currently on a what five-game hit streak right now with six hits. He's he's just an animal. Uh I remember last year when he like couldn't hit fastballs like all year long? Everybody would throw him curveballs. Uh, and then he'd mash them They're like wait let's just throw this guy fastballs and then he just like swung through all of them i guess that doesn't exist anymore guy just mashes
0: all the time all the time so rafael devers is my guy i appreciate your objectivity um saying that rafael devers could be the mvp because it certainly is aaron judge in the front runner but for a yankee fan to say that i um i appreciate your your maturity there
1: That's i try man i try to be respectful
0: oh, um, i thought you were going to go with Zan and but um I'll do – you went for, like, the big guy. I like to go for the niche guy sometimes. Um, so I'm going to pull Christian Vasquez. Uh, nice. Typically thought of as, a, I think, a defense first catcher more. He is. Um, but in the last seven games, as the entire Red Sox have just gone ballistic, he's actually kind of been at, like, the front of it with Devers and Bogarts. Last seven oh. games he's hitting 409, five doubles, and two homers. His 20 total bases and six RBIs lead the team over that stretch. And there's always going to be, if the Blue Jays don't play well, there's always going to be a rando like Josh Harrison, whose jersey I got to see today at Parkview Field in Fort Wayne, and I almost like puked. But Josh Harrison or some rando that is going to turn up and go crazy and just kill the Jays. And if anyone's going to do that, my bet is on Vasquez.
1: You want to hear a crazy stat? Yeah. Uh, I guess it's not crazy, but it's, it's pretty, like, interesting. In okay. his whole career, which he's only played for the Red Sox uh, since, what, 2013? Um, that's when he first came up. Or 2014, sorry. When he first came up. Uh the, if you go to the game outcome for team statistic, it basically shows you what they did in wins, what they did in losses. Could show like he plays really well in wins, he plays really poorly in losses. It means when they when he plays well, they win. Um, Christian Vasquez has a 771 OPS in wins and a 594 OPS in losses. Like it is a clear cut. If he plays well, they're going to win. If he doesn't, they're going to lose. I think that's kind of crazy. It's kind like, of it's nuts. It's kind of yeah. Nasty. It's huge for your bank. <laughs> uh, it just it totally like uh, it gives you some justification there. He also has 38 home runs and wins while only 12 home runs and losses. And it's not like it's a crazy disparity. He's only been in what I can't do math. 57 more wins than losses.
0: So that's kind of uh, nuts. You're on his splits page already. Yes. What, what's, he, what's he done against the Blue Jays before we wrap this baby up? Uh, uno
1: segundo. He's not played well. 89 games, a two seventeen average, and a five ninety five OPS.
0: I mean, that's good. I don't want him to be scary, you know? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I guess that's true. Um,
1: Um, Yeah, he's not great. Uh, At the Rogers Center, he's also not good, so you have that going for you, too. And (laughs) weighs as much a
0: hitter's park as the Rogers Center, if not more, anyway. So, yeah. That's true.
1: All right. Well, I've got uh, Laura. No, sorry. What did I pick? Oh yeah, I picked. Wait, what did I pick? I picked Manoa. That's right. I always forget what I pick for Trade. Pick I picked Manoa and I Devers remember
0: our picks after the series. More
1: too. Yes, you've got Chapman and you've got Christian Vasquez. All right. Thank you for making Lockdown Blue Jays your first listen every day. Ben and I will be back to recap the first game of the Red Sox series tomorrow. Uh, We hope to see you there. Now make your second listen, Locked On MLB Prospects. Host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia, and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget, we want to hear your email, so Sherry, we expect to see it. Peace.